Who is Desiree Shaw? A qualified, registered practicing psychotherapist with over a decade of expertise as a psychotherapist, counselor, and CBT therapist. An expert in men's mental health and relationships. On a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world. One thought at a time. This is the Desiree Shaw Podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is Desiree Shaw and I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast. How to beat the lockdown working from home blues. The drudgery of just being at home every single day and working at home and looking outside and seeing doom and gloom when you look when you when it comes to the wet the weather. It's grey, it's wet, it's dismal. <laughs> there is nothing inspiring about how do I start my day? Particularly if you live in London as a young professional, rented a room in a house and you get out your bed and you slide over to your desk and that's where you work. It's just not fun, you know. Those of us who live at home, who have an office, who have a garden, who have space, are feeling a little bit different. But when you're stuck in one room and that room is small because your sole purpose was literally to come to London to work and hang out with friends and the pandemic has put a stop to that. How do you beat that? So I've been repeating this to all my clients, you know, in the morning, the morning that's so important. You know, the first things you say to yourself, you're that, that's, that's how you, you begin your day, isn't it? With the conversations that you start in your head about the day. It's the relationship you have with yourself. Now we no longer have the commute to work. And some, some of us used to hate the commute to work. I loved my commute to work. But then you realise that you don't get a chance to read the book because you had that, you know, 45 minutes on the train where you could read your book or, you know, maybe hang out with some friends online or, you know, pick up on your news. You know, whatever it was, you just don't have it anymore. You just don't have it anymore. And you end up, sleeping, eating at home, working from home, and you can fall into a depression. And I've seen it, lots of people, to just fall into a depression because it's difficult, because life life just seems like one big, long groundhog day. How do you beat that drudgery? Well, you've got to create a routine. You've got to create your own, your, your new commute. When it was sunny last year, you know, beginning of the pandemic, I would get up every morning, walk to the park, walk back. It gets a bit boring doing the same thing sometimes, so I take a different route. Walk around the block, walk in the woods, walk in the other woods, walk to the coffee shop, and I found it to be so useful. When you go outside, it's helpful to have a direction. You know, just going for a walk can seem so aimless. But if you are a person that likes to have a coffee, I mean, I used to have a coffee every day. I don't do it anymore because I realised how ridiculously expensive it was. But now I treat myself to it maybe twice a week, maybe three times. And I'll, I'll walk to my favourite coffee shop and I'll grab a coffee, then I'll walk the long way back, or I'll walk to the park with the river, or I'll walk to the lake, or I'll walk to the golf course. 
do something in the morning which gets you out of bed. You know, it's almost like your pretend commute. So before you start work, you go to work by emotionally, mentally getting to work. Get dressed. It's so important to get dressed. It's so important not to work in your pyjamas. You, you'll be in your pyjamas the whole day and you'll just feel absolutely crap because you've been in your pyjamas all day. Do not, do not remain in your pyjamas all day. It is so unhealthy for you. You've got to get up and you've got to get out and you've got to do something. So you make that do a simple do. You know, if you've got a bike, I recently got a bike. It's wet outside, so it's not fun to run, to ride. And if that means you go to a car park and you just do circles, (laughs) just to get your body in the swing of things, to get you, you know. It's amazing when you go outside and the cold hits your face. It wakes you up. It takes you out of the state that you're currently in. And now you've got to function in the cold. Get out there. Move your body. Don't just wake up and get straight into work. You've got to get yourself ready as if you are leaving the house. Otherwise, honestly, it will drag you down. So get up and get out. You know, when you wake up first thing in the morning... It can be really difficult to slide yourself out of bed. I actually have a morning guide to getting up out of bed. Getting out, getting out of bed better. Being able to release yourself from the covers, the comfort of the pillow, the warmth of, the, of being inside your bed. Particularly if you're in the UK right now. It's January. It's bleak. It's grey. It's dismal. Who wants to leave their bed? But you have to. You have to go to work. So get up you know, and the choices are yours. Get up, go for a run, come home, shower, feel refreshed. Get up, shower, go and walk to the coffee shop, come back with the coffee. Get up, get ready, go out for a walk. Do something. Engage your mind productively because the alternative is to get in a slump. And getting in a slump will only create more slumps. You will most likely be unproductive in your job. You will most likely not want to perform. You might do bad work, which will confirm the way that you're already feeling. When we feel depressed, we gravitate to more depressive behaviour. So... Those people who wake up five minutes before they have to do a meeting and they jump out of bed and they maybe put on a jumper or a top that appears like they're awake when really they're still in their pyjamas, they join the meeting and then they do their work from their, you know, not having got dressed, feel worse. You just feel worse. There's no supporting you when you haven't prepared and got yourself ready. The whole process of you supporting yourself is preparation. We commute to work because it prepares us. This is how we were were taught. We were going to school. You know, one of the elements of, of getting up for school and having a uniform is to get ready for the workplace. Right now, we're in a very strange time. We're not going to the workplace. It's easy 
not to wash your hair or have a shave or iron a blouse or a shirt or put on trousers. And if you're not putting on your regular clothes and you're feeling quite depressed and you're stuck in your bed and you find that difficult to get out of bed or you're working from your bed, you're likely to seek comfort. That's what we do as human beings. We're seeking comfort. That's why you don't want to get out of bed. It's comfortable. So you're seeking comfort. You know, you want to remain comfortable as soon as you know what you're going to do. You're probably going to start eating. Probably still going to start eating in bed. Probably going to choose foods that comfort you. Sugary, sweet, carbolicious foods. And then when you do go to put on those those work pants, <laughs> that, that work shirt, that work, whatever it is, it's too tight. It doesn't fit anymore. It doesn't look the same. You haven't been exercising your muscles. So your body starts to show that it demonstrates that in how it appears you have a duty to look after yourself pandemic or no pandemic some things make it easier not being able to go to the gym is really difficult for me I find it really hard working out at home finding short bursts of exercise to do one of the things I found really useful was kettlebells I absolutely love them you got these apps on um in the smartphone where you can do just five minutes, just 10 minutes. You know, if doing a whole 45 minute workout doesn't sit well for you, that's quite difficult. And I find that difficult to do at home myself. So the 15 minute kettlebells works really, really well. You get to move your muscles, you get to move your body, you engage yourself mentally, physically, emotionally. Then the process of getting yourself ready after that is really important. By by remaining in the same state that you were in the night before with your, you know, your night clothes on really doesn't support you. Support yourself by getting up and getting out. It is imperative to the way you'll perform. Absolutely. I have a process which I found really works for me. I wake up and I start my day by using my kettlebells and then creating a really simple dinner, which is already cooked and ready. And because I start work about 12, I've got some time. So I, I kind of do my day backwards. As opposed to cooking dinner in the evening, I actually cook it earlier and have it ready for when I want it. So my evenings are completely my own without chores. It's a way of starting the day and getting through it as effectively as I can. It keeps me on a steady, even flow. Because if I finish my, my job after I see all my clients, once I finish... And then I have to go and, you know, wash up and cook dinner and wash up and do all of that, all that stuff. It adds to the drudgery as opposed to starting the day knowing that everything is ready when I need it. Food is ready. I've gone out and I've walked. I've enjoyed myself to a point where I've had a walk, I've had a laugh with friends. I might, I might do my walk on and do a FaceTime call with somebody and have a chat because we can't meet anyone because we're in lockdown. 
you use the technology, don't you? It's I'm so glad for these smartphones. <laughs> I'm so glad for them. You know, be creative. Have coffee with somebody using the smartphone. You know, maybe you have a friend who's very similar to you and you combine the effort. So you have a time where you where you get up together. They're in their home, you're in your home. And then you go to a coffee shop. They're in their area, you're in yours. And you walk back having a chat about the morning or whatever. Engage. Or sometimes do do that without engaging with somebody. And use one of those apps. Headspace is brilliant. You know, my favourite app is the Maya app. That app is brilliant. It just really helps you. It's got so many different um, mindfulness and meditation on there. That is really helpful. I mean, you can tailor it to your needs. But it's important that you actually get your head in the game. Otherwise, you're fighting the inevitable. You know, what you resist persists. The longer you stay in bed, the how the pain of getting out of bed increases. The pain of the day, you know, increases. The velocity of everything increases. It becomes really, really uncomfortable. By taking control... You take control of your of how you're feeling. So starting the day with a mindset of action, doing something, you are you are controlling your outcome. You are taking control and you're managing what you need to manage. That will support you. That will that will keep the depression and the anxiety at bay, the frustration of being locked in your room, particularly if you if you house share and all you do all all you do is work from your bedroom, you need to get out of your bedroom and have a space in your bedroom which is the workspace so that you're not just sitting on your bed for the entire day. You know, maybe with your flatmates you can take it in turns to go into the living room area or maybe you all could work in the living room, obviously, if you're quiet and you you may take calls in a different area of the home. But utilise the space as best as you can. Don't be stuck in your room just working because that will have an effect on you. Getting out, moving will really support you. The fake commute, I've seen it being called. You could call it that if you like. You could call it getting up and getting out. But get up and leave your bed. Because that's the way you take control. That's the way you manage. That's the way you get on with your day. In my morning guide of getting out of bed better... I have different ways of, you know, supporting you to release yourself from the covers and embark on the day. Have a read. I will put the link in it, in it, in my description box in this um, podcast. Take a moment. It's free. It's on my website. It's free. It's free. You know, my whole point is making therapy accessible. It's not about charging you for information that I can give. It's about supporting So take a look, download it, read it, email me if you want a PDF copy. I can happily provide that for you, quite happy to. In that guide, I talk about 
how to calmly and effectively, compassionately, lovingly get yourself out of bed. We have those people who hate getting out of bed and they force themselves out of bed by throwing the covers off themselves and trying to jump out of bed and they feel this strain, this pain. Don't treat yourself like you're in a concentration camp. You're not. You're in charge. You can ease out of bed, you know. Sit up. Once you've opened your eyes, look around. Notice. Be in the moment. Then gently slide yourself to the edge of the bed and put your feet out. You know, stretch again. Then gently stand up. Take yourself lovingly and compassionately to the next task. Do it mindfully. Engage in your day and with yourself. Compassionately, lovingly, caringly. There's nothing worse than forcing yourself to do something that you don't want to do. And the more you don't want to do it, the more it hurts. Take the pain out of getting up. Take the pain out of getting to work five seconds from your bed. Do something differently. The best relationship is the one you have with yourself. So engage with yourself lovingly. Be compassionate. Beat the drudgery of the lockdown working from home by taking control of how you communicate and treat yourself. Treat yourself better. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Desiree Shaw. Take a look in the description box for links to getting up out of bed, uh, waking up in the morning. The guide is free and it's free because I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible. I'm not here to charge you for things which I can just simply support you with. Take advantage of that. If you want a PDF copy, email me. Go to my website. Just drop me a line. I'll be really happy to send you that PDF. It really fills me with joy to support people. Anyway, thank you for listening. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast. I practice at the Priory and privately. And I'm on a mission to change the world one thought at a time and make therapy accessible. Bye for now. Who is Desiree Shaw? A qualified, registered practicing psychotherapist with over a decade of expertise as a psychotherapist, counselor, and CBT therapist. An expert in men's mental health and relationships. On a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world. One thought at a time. This is the Desiree Shaw Podcast.